0: Yeah, I think it's incredibly unfair to look at the current plight of men and to to look at women and saying, "You need to help." Mm-hmm. Like it's got to be offensive, right, for someone to suggest mm-hmm. as a woman mm-hmm. to hear like like we've had to work so hard, yeah, and bust our ass and you know burn our bras and say that we won't stand for it, and now that you've fallen behind, you need our help. Yeah, like I could see how that's really frustrating, and how you of is. don't want to. Yes. But at the same time, we see what the fallout of this is. But then
1: again, we try to help and we still get pushback from from it.
0: Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Till the Wheels Fall Off. I'm Matt. I'm Paige. We're back and we're healthy for the first time in at least a month.
1: It's over a month.
0: Rearing to go, man. We cannot (laughs) wait. Other than being so hot in here right now. Yeah, it's warm. It was like 112 degrees this week, which is for where we live. Insane.
1: Yeah, it feels like a nasty hair dryer outside. It's
0: straight up. It feels exactly like a hair dryer. Uh-huh. So if you've never lived in a crazy hot climate, you stick your hair dryer about six inches from your face. And that's, that's what it, it feels like. like. It's just freaking miserable. And then
1: you're going to be bitching in the wintertime. So we'll remember this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Call me on that because I will complain. <laughs> yeah, I will. I'm never content. Always restless. <laughs>
1: Oh, I love you. <laughs> okay. One of the many reasons.
0: Last week we did, we we uncovered a topic about the abuse underlying addiction, and we talked about this being unique to men. Mm-hmm. It's no secret to me that roughly eighty five percent of our audience are women. We have a lot of women that listen to the show, follow the show, and the community page. Uh, with just a few exceptions, is primarily women. Right. It's not so much of a surprise because when you look at the the gap in men versus women who have a substance abuse disorder, the number comes in at 67% male, 67% of substance abusers are men. So we'll call male. it 70%. Yeah. It's almost three out of four. Yeah. It is a lot there. There's something going on with men yes okay there's and we've what's we, up with me we talked about this in the community like i brought it up just i don't know this has been a couple of months now uh-huh. like when the community was new many of you who are in there now are listening like huh? Oh? yeah we brought it up it's been an ongoing conversation between paige and i for a very long time and i've had this conversation with many people in particular one that's very interesting to me so mm-hmm. the history of till the wheels fall off How this came to be as a show, how it came to be, um, as a group and everything else and the accounts can be traced back to one person and she knows who she is and we love her to death. She is incredibly special to us. She's a special person just all around amazing. Hey girl. Hey, (laughs) but this person has always been very fascinating to me. Very fascinating to me because let's just describe her on the surface. This, this is a, um, this is a woman with a college education working a great job in her late 20s she is cute as can be she
1: takes care of herself
0: yeah she takes care of herself she's like she is she's family oriented she is open minded she is incredible when you look at the qualities of a partner just as a male you would think like that's a catch Perfect. yeah that's a catch yeah. like she should be locked up with kids and everything else mm-hmm. but we've had an ongoing discussion that that is not the case and she's told me many times like there's something going on out there. I don't know what it is, but there's something going on. And so we have set and set and talked about this for hours, like literally hours. Like, yeah. like we, we call them our little therapy sessions where we go back and forth about this stuff, about what could be going on. And then so Paige and I come home and we talk about this and it's been a discussion in our home for, I don't know, a year. Yeah. <laughs> this is the first time we're really going to bring it up. Mm-hmm. I think it, I would like for this to be a series of an ongoing discussion to get to the bottom of this and what's underlying this as far as what we look at here, which is addiction, addiction and how that affects families, how that affects the social construct of marriage, partnerships, relationships, purpose, and drive, and all these things that are kind of underlying. So we're going to get into some of this stuff today. Yeah, It's going to be really interesting, I hope. But more than anything, I'm asking you, the listeners, if you're seeing this on a reel. I want feedback on this as well. Yes. I've, I've done a plethora of research. I've listened to more podcasts than I can count, watch videos, read books, but I, w- I want people's I feedback. I want to hear from real people. Yeah, like, I want that people's we, feedback.
1: That know that what we're doing and stuff and what they're going through, we want to hear from you and see if we're completely off base or if there's something here.
0: <laughs> yeah, because as much as we can theorize about this stuff, we have a blind spot. Yeah. Because neither of us are single or dating.
1: Yeah, so, we haven't had a date since we were...
0: Exactly. I don't know what that's like.
1: (laughs) I mean, we've been together for over 20 years. So this is a little bit out of our area of expertise, but it's still part of things that we discuss.
0: Absolutely. It is. It's, It's very interesting because you can talk to two separate groups. I can talk to young men who are single. I can talk to young women that are single and the stories are so vastly different that I can only conclude that the truth has to be somewhere in the middle. But based on the research that I've done, there's something going on with men. And so we are going to get into the sum of that today. Let's go. Hope you enjoy the ride. Okay. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and and I want to say, um, I I I am I'm not bashing women. I'm not bashing men. I'm not bashing addicts. We are not doing any of those things. This is just educational. A very to interesting this out. topic, right? And I would just like it to spur thoughts in your mind if it does anything at all. And get you asking some questions. I think about it needs to be, be talked on. about.
1: I think this is an important talk- topic that the world needs to discuss.
0: And it's being explored a little more. And so uh, last week, I read a book as fast as I've ever read a book. You did. It was amazing. It came in, and I was just like obsessed with it. And it was like fighting sleep to get to the next page. Like just obsessed with it. And it's um it's called "Of Boys and Men" by Richard Reeves. Why the modern male is struggling, why it matters, and what to do about it. Very, very interesting. Very interesting. So the theory is essentially that men are falling behind. Yeah. And this goes along to what our friend has told us many times, that men are falling behind. I can kind of sense that as well. When I go to treatment centers, the majority of the room, they're male. Yeah. They're male.
1: I mean, what What is your observation?
0: My observation? Yes. You meaning like just that the fact that they're male?
1: Well, have you noticed that You've been going to the treatment center for 10 years. Have you noticed a change in the male attitude?
0: No, the male attitude hasn't changed a lot. If anything, I've seen a bit more women come in. Okay. Um, Still, the numbers are so staggered. I would say it's probably 80%. In that that particular treatment center, probably 80%.
1: What about their drive?
0: Non-existent.
1: Has it always been that way?
0: Yes, I would say. Yeah. Okay. About the same drive. All right.
1: I didn't know if it has changed in the past 10 years. Not
0: in my observations there, but okay. but something that we're presented with just about every day is a story from a spouse who is trying to keep her family together and she has an apathetic partner who has no interest in acknowledging they have any kind of substance problem mm-hmm. um, or if, if it's kind of obvious, they'll just deny the severity of it, unwillingness to get help. Some of those that actually do try to get help are just unwilling to do the work it takes to stay in it. And it's leaving a generation of women perplexed confused you think? what the hell do we do with this yeah. what is going on? what happened where have all the cowboys gone it's it's blowing my mind yeah blowing my mind as I'm sitting here reading it so some interesting stats that weren't from this book but came from um uh an awesome podcaster named Chris Williamson there's some really interesting stat- statistics here um Men 18 to 30 reported having no sex in the past year. What do you think that number is percentage wise men of 18 to 30 reporting no sex in the past year? You know. had to guess. I
1: don't know. I'm not good. Why are you asking me about percentages right now? Really?
0: I would guess like 5%. <sighs> okay. It's 28%. It is tripled in the last 10 years. This is men who have reported not having sex in the last year. I know, I have been a young male between the ages of 18 and 30. I know what the male sex drive is like. Can you imagine not pursuing sex? And I have to think, knowing what I know about addiction, so if you're not, what is causing that?
1: They're getting it elsewhere.
0: That's that's kind of our theory. I
1: think they're getting it elsewhere. They're getting it through alcohol, addiction, Gaming. video games, porn. I mean, it could be a number of things That, that they're not getting it from a woman or connection. They're getting it from something else. And that is scary.
0: Very scary. Yeah. Very scary. It's insane to think about. What's even more troubling is the next figure, which is that 50% of men report they are not looking for a relationship. What? 50% are not looking for a relationship.
1: Can I have, say my theory on that? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that they want to be controlled or they don't want to be in a relationship with somebody who's going to, um, help them
0: become better. You don't think they want to be challenged?
1: No, I don't think they want to be challenged. They're, they're content I'm finding in a malaise. lot of men like to, they want to be adults and do what they want to do and have not no responsibility except for paying bills.
0: And that's the perspective that I get from a lot of women too. I Is think it? there's something valid to that. If it's your experience, there has to be something to this.
1: Just from talking to the people that I speak with, that's what I'm coming across as well. Men don't like to be told what to do.
0: What's scary about this 50% number, 50% of men that don't want to, that aren't even trying to get into a relationship is that when you look at all the numbers that predict your health outcomes later in life, Mm -hmm. the number of close connections you have trumps them all. Better than if you smoke or not, how much you, what your diet looks like, whether or not you exercise uh, your alcohol intake, the number of close connections you have has more to say about your health outcomes later in life than all of those things. And 50% of men are uninterested in pursuing a relationship. (laughs) Crazy.
1: I just, I'm over here shaking my head because that is a high number.
0: Yeah. Very high number. And some other interesting stats. So if men aren't getting in relationships, obviously it takes to, to get in a relationship, what are the women doing? You can look at women's history over the last, let's call it 50 to 60 years. Women have made massive strides whoop, whoop. in closing the gap of political equality, economic mm-hmm. equality, education equality, cultural equality. I'm not saying by any means that the job is done, yeah. but they've made up massive ground. Absolutely. And, and go women. That's amazing. Yeah. The, the feminist movement is doing its job. Yeah. It's beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Right? Striving for equality, it's a great thing. But it has upset the balance of things. Yes. As women continually get better and better and better and level up.
1: What are the men doing?
0: They have done nothing, best I can tell.
1: <laughs> they're not they're just staying stagnant. It's just like they yes. would rather go back to how it was to yes. where their main purpose was to bread provide.
0: Breadwinner. Bread yeah. 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 To be the breadwinner.
1: Yeah. And now women are doing it all.
0: Yeah. We're doing it. You guys are doing everything. We do
1: everything. We pro- we can provide. We can take care of our children. We take care of the household. We take care of everything around us. And the men are just there.
0: Just there. And we'll get to the discussion of purpose in just a moment. Something that comes of this, though, is when you look at, for the first time in human history, 50.1% of women at age 30 are childless. There are more women at age 30 without children than with children for the first time in In our recorded history anyway. That's wild. Yeah, It's wild. That's one of the results of this. And Chris Williamson has what he calls the tall girl problem. And so in general, and this is just human nature, women would want to date someone that is at least as educated as them Mm -hmm. or economically advantaged as them, is able to provide similar level of income. As we will see here shortly, men are not only falling out of the labor market and struggling there, they're falling out of education as well. So you have women who are com- continually leveling up and men that are sitting stagnant. If anything, they're falling back, mm-hmm. which leaves a very small group of men for all these upcoming women to choose from, which leads to this situation that we're in right now. And I think that a lot of the problems that we deal with and the the couples that, that come to us and then are looking for hope and help, I think that there's some of this underlying a lot of it. Oh, yeah. When I deal with the the, the men, especially, yeah. I get this. Right. I get this very old attitude that like, it's this old patriarchal, like old fashioned way things used to be kind of stuff. Yeah. And that's just not the reality of the world anymore.
1: No, it's not.
0: And so the, the book I read um, of boys and men goes into all kinds of statistics and um, reasons for this and really digs into it. And it's very, very interesting. We're not gonna spend the entire episode. Thank you. Yeah. Dig digging into <laughs> oh man, Paige has been getting stat after stat after stat as I've just getting excited every and time. I I get, one. And
1: it's great. Stats are great, but I get really like tired head from hearing stats over and over again because I want to have a conversation about, you know, theories and throw a stat in occasionally. Just
0: know that the the, uh, the takeaway is that boys are behind girls in education. Um, men are losing ground in the labor market. Um, fathers have lost their traditional role in the family, which is something we're going to explore a bit more when we talk about purpose. purpose. Um, and actually, let's just go ahead and dig into that. Yeah. I think that as we kind of talk about what we see, what we deal with, we talk, we've talk. we talked about lack of purpose a lot as it pertains to addiction in general. Yes. And For the partner of an alcoholic or an addict, purpose is also something that they have to discover to increase their self-esteem, self-worth, their overall happiness, to empower them to live a life that they desire, not being dragged by this addict alcoholic through life like they don't want. Right. It's this purpose. Yeah. So when we're talking about purpose, uh, I think that (laughs) there's this hilarious quote. I remember the name. There was a feminist author who said... um, Women need men like fish need a bicycle. And that's <laughs> it's crude, but it's freaking hilarious to me. Uh but if you think about it, really, really, for the for human history, the man's job, the man's role in a relationship has been what? Just to provide. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. So now we've turned that on its head. I the statistic that I I, I will give you a statistic. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Women are the breadwinner in forty one percent of homes in the United States. Yeah. Almost half now. Wow. Women are the breadwinner.
1: Go ladies, go.
0: But this has upended the role that men have been given mm-hmm. or actually gave themselves. Okay. Say, right. Many years ago. And so they're looking at their lives. or looking at their purpose in the world and saying, where do I belong? What do I do?
1: You can be like us and have many hats. <laughs> That's I'm, ultimately I'm just saying that's the ultimately area where right things there. get.
0: That's ultimately <laughs> where things get, but it's it's not so simple. And I think we look at it as a problem um it's it's structural, right? So it's not just like individual No,
1: made. no, it has to come from like the society piece as well. It's harder to do it individualized.
0: Yeah. It's it's not just it's you can't just look at men and say like this is all your fault.
1: No, but
0: I can look at men and say while everything may not be your fault,
1: it's your it's respons-
0: your responsibility <laughs> to do something about it.
1: Yeah. the
0: The face of masculinity has to change. What that means, mm-hmm. um, and this is a big political debate as well that we are not going to get into. Nah. We are very apolitical. Go on the record saying that. But uh, <laughs> looking at this from thirty thousand feet, the left will say. Um, masculinity is bad it's toxic in fact uh it needs to be done away with uh the and then the right will say
1: we need to go we need to
0: go back more of it Mm -hmm. and it's like there's just this it creates a stalemate and in the meantime we've got young boys falling behind in school um job markets labor markets being displaced where you've got people losing positions to automation robotics um different fields of study and offshoring of industry and and all different kinds of things but there is a problem something needs to be done about it And it's, it's from an addiction standpoint, this is where I wanted to kind of hone the discussion now that we've kind of opened it up to what degree does addiction drive this type of behavior or at least make it easier for them. And I think that it would be foolish to say that it's not playing some part. Now, how much of that? I don't know if we're going to weigh it against socioeconomic factors and, um, you know, political factors and all these things. I don't know, but I think it's a larger percentage than people would be willing to, to admit Mm -hmm. that there are people who are addicted to pornography. Men are addicted to pornography and men who are addicted to um, the, the patriarchal idea of what a man is and cannot evolve and refuses to evolve as well as substances themselves, drugs and alcohol. 70% of the people out there who are doing these things are men. And if you think about what our relationship was like, whenever I was, Actively using, I I was awry when I was using. (laughs) When I was out and about, what, what, how? Like you had to wear multiple hats. You always had to take on a larger burden of the work, right? For the simple fact that that's kind of how things were structured. That Mm -hmm. had nothing to do with me or you. But when someone's an addiction, even more so. Yeah. Even more so, you're having to wear a much larger part of this. Yes. And so, what are your thoughts about? how much addiction's really driving this and, and how many of these people are hiding in addiction. If, if you remove that from the equation, what are you staring at me like that for? <laughs> don't like you put on the spot. I don't. <laughs> this is your job, all right?
1: You said this twice in a podcast. Leave me alone.
0: This is our job. This is our job. So you work with a lot of people, right? Yeah. What kind of things are you hearing from the other side?
1: Well, that the women are doing everything and the men aren't doing much of anything.
0: Mm-hmm. It's true.
1: Yeah. So, but here's the thing though, though, with, with this, the partners with us, we have not been told to do these things. We just do them because it's part of our nurturing. I don't, I, I guess it's part of our makeup whenever we're born that we are supposed to take care of our family. Like that's just what we do. We take care of our chores. We take care of, um, whatever we have to take care of without being asked. And no one pushed us to do that. We decided to take it into our own hands to um, take over the finances and take over all of that stuff and wear all these multiple hats. But men aren't doing that.
0: A quick break in the action to let you know about an exciting development in the Tufo universe. When we started this thing, we said we would never work with an advertiser or company unless it's something that we believed in and we already use.
1: If you're looking for professional, affordable mental health care, look no further than Taylor Counseling Group, your trusted source for accessible therapy in Texas. Taylor Counseling Group believes that everyone deserves premium mental health care regardless of their income level. That's why they offer reliable and affordable services at 12 locations across Texas. They've made affordability a priority. They are in network with most major insurance and the standard private rate is only $100 per session, significantly lower than many other practices offering the same high quality therapy. They believe that getting the help you need shouldn't drain your wallet scheduling an appointment is quick and easy with their convenient online booking tool no complicated processes or long wait times they value your time and ensure that you can access the care you deserve without any hassle
0: at taylor counseling group they believe in a personalized approach to therapy professionally trained counselors offer a diverse range of services including individual counseling Couples counseling, family therapy, play therapy for children, and even specialized techniques like cognitive processing and existential psychotherapy. They're here to help you navigate life's challenges and develop a personalized treatment plan tailored to your unique goals. Taylor Counseling Group is your partner on the path to mental wellness. Experience professional, affordable care that puts you first. Visit their website, taylorcounselinggroup.com, or call them today to schedule an appointment and tell them two faux couples sent you. A link and phone number is going to be available in the show notes. And back to the action. Yeah, I think it's incredibly unfair to look at the current plight of men and to, to look at women and saying, you need to help. Mm-hmm. Like It's got to be offensive, right? For someone to suggest mm-hmm. as a woman mm-hmm. to hear like, like, we've had to work so hard. And bust our ass and, you know, burn our bras and say that we won't stand for it and now that you've fallen behind, you need our help. Yeah. Like I could see how that's really frustrating and now you don't want to. Yes. But at the same time, we see what the fallout of this is. But then
1: again, we try to help and we still get pushback from from it. That's the thing too. We're trying to influence our partners to do better, to be a better partner, to be a better person. Like we're not trying to control you. We're literally trying to influence you to do what you should do as a human being. But y'all look at it as controlling and looking at it as they're just they don't let me be me i want to do what i want to do and there is a disconnect there for you know that reason there's a disconnect
0: big time big time and i'll say something that could be a little controversial i personally have always felt that women were more mature than men
1: well that's a fact well the, or, okay, we, we mature quicker. Developmentally,
0: right. We do. But we I'm talking do. about even later in life, like in general, like the women that, I, anyway, I've been exposed to, yeah. have always seemed more mature. Yeah. Um, had a better grasp of how to adult than, right. than most of the men right. that I know. Yes. And I just, I think about, okay, so what do we do about it? What's what's the answer? It's so complex. Like, we're certainly not going to cover it in a 45 minute podcast and come up with a solution. No. Nah. But as it pertains to addiction, the role that masculinity plays, and the role of the modern masculine father, husband, provider, caretaker, like, what does that really look like? And how do you begin to overhaul that within the family unit? How do you look at a family that's been wrecked by addiction? You've got a husband that gets out of rehab and they don't do much in the way of actual recovery work. They sit around, they play call of duty for six hours a day. They're not interested in helping. It's like, we're going to have to two words. What's that? Do better. Do better. (laughs) That's your, that's that's your advice to men.
1: That's what you do better. (laughs) Fair. You agreed with that.
0: I, I agree with that. I do.
1: Okay. Like
0: there is some of, there is,
1: I'm not, it's not, it's just, I feel like there's too many excuses out there for why they can't step it up. Like, what's the problem? I don't, I don't know. I I, mean,
0: I I think it's all about evolution. Right. And I don't mean that from a, like a human history standpoint. I mean that from a, the dynamics of the family have changed. Women are no longer dependent on you economically.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: How can you make yourself useful and how do you find (gasps) purpose in a world
1: You become a better father, a better partner. You pull your weight around the house. You do all of those things. You do what the woman does. You know That's where the equality comes in, in my opinion.
0: I agree with that. And I think that as a man, I would encourage other men to look at women currently and what they're doing because they're doing incredible things in the world and say, they're doing it right. Let's watch and learn. Let's, let's begin to take on some of those same behaviors and actions and how can we be helpful as opposed to saying either it's your fault, help me, or I'm not going to do anything about this at all. It's your fault.
1: Yeah. And you're a man. So how does that make you feel to look at other women and, or look at women and say, watch them do what they do, they've got a good head on their shoulders because a lot of men are not going to look at that. They're, it's an ego thing, it seems like. Me
0: personally, I have zero problem with it. I
1: think that's beautiful.
0: Zero problem with that.
1: Now, what about you know, 10, 15 years ago when you were actively using and you were younger and you were you know, not in the best mental space. Tough
0: to say because it was, I I don't really remember my frame of mind around things like this back then. I I really don't like I younger in that, in that time in my life, I'm not sure I had any real established ideas or opinions about much of anything. I was just concerned about one thing. Right. And that was just, you know, keeping my addiction going. That was pretty much it. Like I wasn't giving a whole lot of thought to these types of things.
1: So it sounds like that people just need to find their purpose again. And the purpose is not going to, it's changing. It's shifting. It doesn't mean provide. It can't just, just solely providing for your family. Purpose means something completely different. Now. Right.
0: And so like what we, when, when I say do better, do better. Yes. Like, so it's a call to action for men. If, if your partner listens to this, that's wonderful. Um, especially for a man in recovery, this is what worked for us. I'm not saying this is a golden ticket way out for everyone, but this is what worked for us. So when, when I got back into the family unit, I recognized immediately that you had taken the reins and you had been running our family for a very long time. Yes. And I was very aware of the fact that I was not going to be able to come and step in and be like, okay, the man's back in charge. It was never anything like that you agree right absolutely Uh, Making sure like yeah i have different 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 memory no i'm extremely
1: grateful for that
0: uh very gently kind of work my way back in um show you the respect that you deserved Mm -hmm. um give you the admiration that you deserved uh and start to watch what you were doing and see how i could be helpful and how i could pack into the mission overall mission which is let's get our family from a to b yeah and what does that look like? Teamwork, right? yeah. So it, it it was a bit of an ego softening process. So I think that for anyone straight out treatment, that's a really good way to, to look at it is very, be very respectful and understanding that your partner, and this could be the other way too. This could be a man uh, who's been taking care of things and the woman's coming out of treatment. Right, right. To, to look at that family situation, understand this person's been wearing every hat that exists. And ever so slowly, you're going to have to suggest or ask permission to take a hat Yeah, And sort of, you know, begin to pull your weight again.
1: I just don't know why it's a problem to, you know, educate yourself, you know, have personal development, choose growth, learn from others, change your behaviors, change your habits. Like, why is this such a difficult thing for a lot of people?
0: That's a damn good question. And I don't know the answer to that. And I bet you if you asked a lot of scholars and researchers, you would get a multitude of answers. But I bet you the most honest ones would just say, we don't know.
1: You think people are just content with getting their purpose elsewhere? Yeah. And I, filling their void elsewhere? Yeah,
0: because it's so much easier. Like, I, I've I've always believed that. Well,
1: you just said it's so much easier. Yeah,
0: I've always believed that in general, like I can speak as a man who was addicted that I was like water. And what I mean by that is I was going to find the path of least resistance. Yeah. And so the easiest, softest thing I could do, I didn't want to deal with stress in my life Easier way to deal with that would just be to get drunk. And you, no more problem. It just mm-hmm. goes away, mm-hmm. well, temporarily anyway. But it felt like it went yeah. away, right? And and, and I kind of worked that into all things in my life. Like getting up in the morning was too much of a pain in the ass. It's much easier to go in at ten thirty and make up some dumb excuse. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's much easier to make an excuse to not go to your in-laws house because that requires work and effort and requires talking to people. So I would just make an excuse. I would. I don't feel good, right? Like yeah. something like that. Like yeah. the path of least resistance was always a way. I think that. Maybe that's more prevalent now than it has been. It's easier to do now with technology. It's easier to, I mean, our lives have been made so much easier than they were, even 10, 15 years ago. Imagine, you know, 20, 30 years ago. But what's happened is that women have moved up in every way culturally, economically, education, within the family unit itself. And men have just stayed put. Mm hmm. You guys are moving up and the culture has evolved, but men have not. And we are stuck. And I think that addiction is going to get worse. I agree. Not better. Yep. I think that we're looking at the tip of the iceberg here Uh huh. and it's going to get much, much worse. Yeah, it is. Much, much worse. Right. So, you know, on the side here, like part of my job, I guess, is to inspire men that are sort of grappling with this mm-hmm. and putting a message out there of hope. And it's
1: not to shame anybody no. or anything. This is little. this is just what's happening. This is the reality of life right now. Yeah. Like, so we have to bring this up and it has to become, you know, it has to be discussed because like you said, it's going to get
0: worse. Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not out here beating anyone up. Like, no, this is the, this is the reality. These are the facts. Like I want to put my arm around them and say,
1: like you can do Think, this. Things can get better. Things can get and better. It's going
0: to require a lot of work, and, but you can be useful. You can have purpose. And
1: then filling that void with all of these external things and not with a personal connection is going to catch up with them many years down the road.
0: Absolutely. It because
1: will. they are learning. They are numbing their emotions. They are stalling their growth. They are like, everything is just like we said, stagnant. So it might feel good temporarily, but in the end they're really missing out on a true connection and actually being like amazing in life.
0: Yeah. Like you're selling yourself short. Yeah. At the very least, you're selling yourself short. And we've talked about this um, just in, in terms of like, like I think the reasons not to use a substance like far outweigh the reasons to use a substance. Like, Agreed. Like when I look at my, my possible potential, if I want to use 100% of my potential, if I want to achieve it. Then substances cannot be a part of it. Yeah. Even if I choose to drink a little bit, it's going to take away some of my potential. Yeah. Like there's a cost associated with doing it. Yes. You have to, something has to give here. Yeah. But I think that the lack of purpose is felt by so many men right now. And it's not just at work. It's not just in their homes. It's something much bigger going on, like in society as a whole. Like, you know, masculinity has been like deemed toxic and like that's terrible and like there are certain traits of it for sure like in the patriarchy like that's right if if, if you feeling good about yourself means you have to put someone else down that's that's a bad thing that's right a selfish thing right, right. Like, it's yeah. not and like people hate on feminism but feminism is nothing more than asking for equality exactly like if you have a problem with feminism i got big questions for you right like what's right. the problem with equality yeah yeah right but when suddenly things aren't working our way as men, we've kind of like rebelled. And then like, you look at the dangers of this, like you look at men in general, like we like biologically, we're different. Mm -hmm. Um, We have more risk-taking behavior. We are also more aggressive. And these are strictly due to testosterone. This is a a hormonal thing. Yeah. Um, But you look and see what happens when men get addicted, when men get lonely and men are aggressive and men are violent. What does the world look like? I'll tell you what it looks like. You can see it everywhere. Turn on the news and tell me how many shootings there were today. How many kids went to school and you know with the gun? Um, mm-hmm. How many men got abusive with their families? You know how many sexual assaults occurred? Like lonely men are very, very dangerous for society. Right, very dangerous. And you throw an addiction, it just makes those propensities even worse, and things get much, much scarier. Yeah. So part of what we're doing in the background, we've kind of alluded to it a couple times, but we're developing coursework because we can't physically we don't have like, there's not enough time in the day to work with people all day one-on-one. Yeah. So we're developing courses um, so that we can teach one to many. So it's us spending time with many, many people in a course and there's going to be, there's more courses now than we can shake a stick at, like that we've got conceptualized. We've actually started or had some even completed that haven't been released yet. And there'll be more info on this, but I think one of these will be an education on, what what masculinity what your role in the family looks like after addiction yeah and it'll be a little different for everyone but i think there's some basic tenets of what have worked for me and i've seen work for many other men that are going to be helpful for a lot of families I love i'm it. looking forward to that yeah I and think so it's i never dreamed at any point that any opinion i ever had would be worth a shit oh my at all gosh. but i i can't help but look at what we've been through and what's worked and what I've seen work for other people and say this could be helpful for a lot of people. Absolutely. Why don't don't we teach a lot of people how this works? And it's not complicated. Like it's it's not rocket surgery. You know, a lot of it's basic manners.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but it's been lost.
0: It has. It's It's, it's, it's been extinguished.
1: Yeah. It's just time to educate. It's okay.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's a problem with men. There's not a problem of men. Right. Uh, We can address this. It's this is one little piece of it. This is the part that pertains to our little niche in addiction and, uh, you know, behavioral changes and the inner workings of a marriage and a partnership and a relationship. But there are much bigger things that I will never be able to touch, like education reform, labor reform and all that good stuff. But, mm-hmm. I mean, those are certainly parts of this that play into it. But back to the original piece of this, it's, it blows my mind how many incredible women reach out to us and, are having all these problems. And it's just, it's from a market efficiency standpoint, this is like where my economic brain goes. Mm-hmm. So from markets are supposed to be efficient when there's supply, when there's a lack of supply, there's an increase in demand prices, adjust equilibrium is found. When you think about that in terms of like partnerships, I'm sure her eyes are glazing <laughs> over. When you think about that in terms of <laughs> partnerships though, what I see is more amazing women than ever ever available out there Mm -hmm. and more amazing women than ever who want to be in relationships with men and men are essentially shunning it they're like no i don't want to do the work it takes that you're asking me Mm -hmm. i don't want to keep up i don't want to do this i don't i would rather sit and drink and play call of duty and it breaks my heart
1: yeah and i want to hear from the women that are going through this and what their thoughts are, but I'd also like to hear from the men that are going through this and like, me what is, too. what are you, why are you not hit, hit dating? Me up, guys. Like, what is it? What is the, what's your reasoning? And there's no judgment here. We really want to figure out what is going on.
0: Yeah. Like everything that we've talked about here, part of it came from actual facts, statistics. You can argue part of it came from our experience and obviously some theories, right? So
1: yeah.
0: apology in advance. If anyone's been offended by this, this is just especially what, when I say do thinking.
1: better, but that's not what I mean.
0: It's a joke, right? It's obviously said tongue in cheek, like do better. Like, yeah, easy. Yeah. Do better. Guys. I mean, I had
1: to do better. I had to choose. To I do had to better. do better. You had to choose to do better, do better. And look what happened. It was a great thing for it's us. It's like your life's
0: falling apart. What should I do? Oh, do just, better.
1: Just better. Do okay. Do better, man. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that.
0: But there is something to be said about just doing better. And what does doing better look like? I, I know for me, and we talked about it just briefly, just back to that for a moment, coming back into the home with a very, very kind, courteous, empathetic understanding of what's been taking place in the role of your wife or partner, even husband, when you've been out and about using and what that looks like as you start to work your way back into it. And what type of model do you want to be for not only her, but for the children, children, which is possibly the most important piece here. I don't want to get into all the the stats here, but I don't think it takes a genius to figure out that homeless without a father present Children tend to do worse, mm-hmm. tend to do worse. Like there's Okay,
1: but what if it's a, you know, mentally unstable father? People
0: that don't get recovery? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that for that's, a lot of people, that decision is the right decision.
1: That's bad as well.
0: Yeah. No, I'm talking about for people it recovered, like an incentive to recover, like right. you could change generations. Right. For people that are dealing with someone who doesn't want to get the help and they're yeah. like, what should I do? Yeah. That's, I mean, I think the outcome there is like pretty obvious, right? Right. Like don't, don't put yourself in a situation that could get dangerous. Right. Don't do that. Never, never, ever, ever like, yeah. tell someone to stay there just because. Like, right. We're till the wheels fall off. We figured it out. We encourage people to figure it out, but it's not always figure out a bull if you're the only one doing the work. 100%. It takes two yep. to figure this thing out. But yep. there is something up with men. Uh, I am sympathetic to the plight of men. I happen to be a man, um, but I also understand very much, uh, especially seeing when I work with partners. What women are going through, uh, primarily women are going through, and I just feel like guys, we owe it to them. We owe it to them to step up. We owe it to them to do better. (laughs) We 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 owe it to them. um,
1: Shit, you owe it to yourselves
0: to pull weight. And you're right about that. We owe it to ourselves as well. Like the sense of purpose that you feel in recovery. It's you have a unique opportunity. Actually, if you're addicted, you you have a unique opportunity. To have purpose that a lot of people don't. Yep. If you're a sober person and you're just playing video games, and you're just kind of lost. Like it'd be kind of hard to figure out your sense of purpose. If you're an addicted person, you can actually have hope that your purpose can be huge yeah. because whenever you get sober and you figured it out, you can actually then go and help other people do exactly. it. Exactly. It gives you purpose. It will provide purpose like you've never felt. It was the first time in my life I ever felt actual purpose. Like you say what you want about the 12 steps. They didn't work for me, blah, 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 whatever. The 12th step is that you go out there and you do for others. Mm-hmm. You carry the message, yeah. right? And and not in a, it's the most beautifully selfish thing in the world. You go out there, you tell someone how you did it, you help them do it. Mm-hmm. And then they recover. But in turn, nothing reinforces that behavior like teaching someone. Yep. So, I get more from it actually when I help someone but they think I helped them I'm like dude you helped me yeah and the end of it we're fist bumping like this is great yes like we're both better now right it gives you a sense of purpose so it you've does. got you you've got a unique opportunity to have purpose that a lot of people don't have mm-hmm. because you're such a screw up exactly <laughs> you know yes it's kind of yes this it's a blessing
1: in disguise kind of
0: this wonderful opportunity so when we talk about purpose I think it's a unique way and, and we'll, we'll approach that and we'll have more discussions about this yeah I know this episode's been weird if you hung around this long because a lot of times we kind of go through a, a criteria like hey here's a topic um, here's some issues here's how, how we fixed fix it? it and the end we love you this has been more of an open discussion and we really are asking for feedback here so mm-hmm. if you're not already part of our Facebook community come check us out uh, any of our social media links have a link to the group it's called two community TWFO community and I would love to hear from people I'd love to get feedback also social media accounts you can hit us up on TikTok Instagram Facebook uh, I think those are the only three we're active on, but yeah. inbox is open. I would love to hear from people that are dealing with this, whether you are in sort of, if you're a, a male lacking purpose and you're not an addict and you had a theory on this, if you are someone who is addicted and you've got a theory on this, if you're one of, you know, half the males out there that have no interest in getting with a woman, I want to know what that's about Yeah, or not just a woman, but a partner partner. What mm-hmm. is that about?
1: Yeah. Uh, even if you think I'm full of shit.
0: Yeah, I want to know what's up with that too. <laughs> Interested. Interested in all the perspectives. You can say you guys are idiots. You wasted 40 That's minutes. That's okay. My time. Totally cool too. It's totally valid. But anyway, I, I hope if anything at all, this kind of got the the wheels turning. Um and hey, if 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 your spouse and you would love for your husband to hear some stuff like this, I think this is a great episode to tune into. Yeah. And just send it to him and say nothing else. Say, hey, listen to these folks. There's interesting stuff here not beating anyone up. Nope. Uh, I'm not saying it's hopeless. I'm saying it can get better. Yes. But you got to want to. Let's work
1: together. You got to
0: want it to, man. Heck yeah. And if you're willing, then I got the direction for you. Yeah. And I'll get you there. Yeah. So, looking forward to this. I'm proud of you. Let's go. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not sure why, but thank you.
1: <laughs> You've come a long way, man.
0: You know what's funny about this? I'll, I'll end with this. I've always felt incredibly awkward when someone says, like, congratulations on your recovery. You don't take... I don't take compliments well in general. Like it feels awkward to me because I feel like I'm just like doing what I'm supposed, supposed to. <laughs> it's like thanking your no, car. I get it. Thanking your car for starting. Like, I know.
1: That's why I had that. We had that episode or that time where I was like, okay, what about us? You know, like we, yeah. we're the one who's been doing this, like the right thing for years and years and years. But where's our, you know, Hey, and, attaboy, and believe me, like, I
0: know where it comes from. Like I had someone explain it to me when I was my first year sober, there was a woman, um, who came to talk to me. She was teary eyed. She was, she was at the gym I was attending. And she said, I just want to tell you how proud of you I am. And I was kind of sit there just like blushing, like feeling awkward. Like I don't like, I appreciate it, but I don't really know how to take that or how to respond. And she said, the reason I'm telling you is because I have a son who never figured it out mm-hmm. and we don't know where he is. Yep. We don't know if he's alive or dead. Yep. And I just wanted to let you know, it's really awesome to see someone win. Yeah, And I was like, Oh, Shit, okay, I get it. Yeah,
1: I absolutely. It. And I'm saying it, you do deserve that freaking like, you do. I mean, people who go through that, you went through hell and you've learned how to get out of it. That's a, that's it's amazing.
0: I don't know, I'm just doing better. I don't, I don't <laughs> think much about it. Just doing my part, man. Like, swear to God, I'm not, I don't think about it any more than that. Like, I, I, I'm, I live a blessed life. I'm extremely grateful. I'll let you all be proud. I'm just gonna stay grateful. Love it. All right, well, uh, we mentioned the community. Um, we have awesome free weekly calls for anyone to tune in and pick, not just our brain, but the brains of the community. Yeah. People going through the exact same thing. If you struggle finding a home, a community, a sense of belonging is an awesome place to just for, just for an hour a week, feel like, okay, I'm not the only one struggling right now. Yeah, I'm not the only one who's feeling crazy. It's a great place to do that. It is. Uh, we've got plenty of past episodes. Uh, TikTok's been our, our really our way of getting messages out. So if you're not following us on TikTok, check us out there mm-hmm. at Tufo underscore couple. Uh, we, we touch on a lot of things we don't touch on here. It's kind of like a supplement to the podcast, like yeah. some just quick hits on stuff. Yeah. It's it's a fun place to catch out some cool content. So check us out there. Uh, and I guess that's it. That's we'll see you. you guys next time. I am Matt. I am Paige. And we'll see you. Bye.